0: Harry talks welcome back to 2021 who would have thought it's nearly February it might be February while you're watching this it probably will be actually which is just cooked Um, but thanks so much for tuning in all last year last year was super hard we had so much planned but it's almost like the best thing about it is it's all shifted back to this year so um, and we still did we're swimming well above water last year and this year will be even bigger we've got announcements coming very soon um with the coolest project that parry talks have been working on and like we've had some cool projects before but this is the one we're launching something brand new it's unexpected it's unique but it's going to be fresh um but besides from that the episodes will be back quite consistently especially over the next six months just looking forward got some cool people coming in and no better way to kick it off with a bit of a different angle to what Um, we've sort of been honing in on for the last couple of months, um, with a good friend of mine, the one, the only Ian Tran, he does a whole heap of cool stuff, um, with Domus Vim, if I said that correctly. That's right. Dinner of Perspex, um, even the food, Instagram, it's all great content. You're just a content machine, but also doing some cool shit. Um, happy new year's firstly.
1: Happy new year. Thanks for having me.
0: (laughs) Anytime. Um, Last time I caught you, you made a ripper passer for us. <laughs> but the first time... Do you know the first time we ever interacted?
1: Was it... Was it Frida's? No.
0: Oh, maybe. No. Oh, no, that. it was
1: on... Um... It was during lockdown. It was the... Um, On oh, was House that? Party. It was the app, House Party. Rest in peace, rest yeah, in rest peace. rest in peace. House Party. Russia's got all our identities now. It's weird.
0: Was that the, the rumor about like... I
1: think so. Was that legit though? No, nah, I don't know. I don't know. But it was fun. I mean, it did it did get a little traction, I reckon. Like we were just... You you could go into any room with your... Like with anyone. Just sit. Like, with your friends.
0: I remember just like... The best thing about it was I was big on just, like, seeing... I, I wasn't even like keen on joining the rooms. It was just nice to see, like, ooh, these yeah, two... Yeah, these, these.
1: <laughs> And they didn't lock the room. We're joining.
0: Or, like, they forget to lock the room and you join and it's, yeah. like, they're having, like, this D&M. Yeah, <laughs> and then yeah. your face
1: is just there, like, quiet. Or was that, um, what's that internet, um, app, that Omegle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a whole... It's de- a new one. <laughs> is that new? Is that... No, 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 as in, like... House Party was a new, I mean. Oh, yeah, true. But, but like, like
0: you're rolling through your friends.
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, that's what... Imagine, like,
0: we should make that app where it's, like, it's everyone signs on. Like, you've got a big friendship connection. And, just a, and you're just skipping through. It's like, a roulette. Who else is online? Yeah. yeah, who do I have to talk to? Ooh. And you can just drop people as well straight away. New, new Business say,
1: 2021, I think.
0: I don't think either <laughs> of us need another. I
1: think we're done. I think I'm all right.
0: <laughs> um, I sort of said this already off-air, but... I think this would be a cool conversation because this world isn't like the strongest isn't a point of expertise for me so there is a general inquisitiveness from my end so i'm super keen to dive in um especially around domus vim which is your business and from my perspective and how i'd describe it to someone on the street is you just make cool physical objects um for like heaps of different worlds um but how do you think you'd put simply like a big project or business like domus vim
1: well, I guess Domus Vim, like, we, we've, I've been around, like, Domus Vim has been running for maybe since my first year of uni, so it's been about seven to eight years as a business, and it's definitely grown in different ways, because to me, it's always been like, what do I actually want to do with this business? I mean, originally, it started as, like, you know, just a printing service to help students get laser cutting or three D printing at uni, but now we're working with, like, you know, artists and designers all over Sydney in all different mediums to help them produce their ideas. And I guess we're just using our knowledge that we've learned over the years to produce that. So I guess if, if, I, if I wanted to sum up present what Domus Vim is, we're a fabrication company that works, uh, yeah, with artists and designers around Sydney, just to make nice things, I guess. It's hard, I mean, I get this question in like <laughs> all the time and I'm always like, what do I actually do?
0: Yeah, because it ranges so much yeah. where it's like, I think people like me will only normally see the consumer side of it yeah which i think you've been working on probably like a lot yeah. recently um but there's also the commercial side of it that yeah. obviously like the actual yeah, yeah um running of it i guess is yeah. how yeah. to put it um but what skill set was it initially to be able to engage in that world was it just the laser cutting printing or did you have like was all the rest of it sort of blossoming and then it just sort of started as the laser cutting stuff.
1: So I guess my background is uh, in architecture. I've got a bachelor's in architecture and a master's now. Finished my master's finally. Nice. But um, I guess everyone, when you tell someone that you work in architecture, everyone just assumes, oh yeah, windows, doors, buildings, sick. But I think the degree itself actually just teaches you how to design outside of the box, or like just tries to push you conceptually to like make things the greatest they can be by taking into a you know account all the all the things that are affecting something. So. I guess that was the initial skill I had. And then I w- I, Domestim used to only make architectural buildings. Like we used to do like little small scale models for architects oh. and developers. Like little, yeah, you, you know those models in like developer buildings. Uh, when you're trying to sell a house, you get that little apartment. Like that's your apartment. Like we used to do that stuff. And like over a year and a bit doing it, I found myself like super stressed and like I hated it. Like I was like, why did I even? Because like, a lot of people think that I started Domestim, but I was actually an intern for my first year here. Some guy at uni was like, "Hey, do you want to come work here?" and like I was like, "Yep." And then over that year I was like, "Oh, holy shit, this is actually the best." Yeah. But then slowly taking over and doing what originally what the old boss did, um, I was like, "There's no way I could do this forever, like or even for a long time." So we started to shift I kind of started to shift my idea of what I could do with the business. I mean, we yeah. had all the tools, we had we've got all the skills that we've learned from our architecture degree i may as well use it in what i actually like to do and so that's kind of branched out into working with you know initially working with friends to do like stage things for music stuff i mean i was going out to gigs i mean it was only a matter of time before someone's like what do you do and i'm like oh i actually make things yeah and then suddenly you're doing like stages and um lighting stuff and then from that i guess yeah it's just definitely just kept a ball that kept rolling and i i get to learn from that like what do i want to do and what i don't want to do and so that's it's slowly refining itself into something now time.
0: i feel that as well where it's like the initial idea of uh, I, sorry the, the initial idea of something will never be like i'm quite i don't know if you agree with this i'm quite sporadic in like i'll have an idea and like the instagram account's made the next day yeah. like i would start working on it straight away without properly sitting with the idea for like an appropriate amount of time So I always feel that it will always progressively turn into something that I actually wanted to do if I had like thought about it properly, or just like by nature of like I'll do an interview and I find that I'm good at interviewing a certain type of person. I'll try honing on that more often than so like it's just definitely learning on the job is like such a underrated thing.
1: Yeah, and you and you will like I mean no no one knows a job perfectly when they start it, and like yeah I'm like you I mean I make Instagram accounts I make ideas my Mm. friends are over it now like I've got you know you'll. We'll talk about. It. We've got like three things going, and it's just like everyone's like, "Shut the fuck!" Oh, so, shut up! <laughs> you can do <laughs> light <laughs> swearing, light <laughs> swearing, no, no. casual swearing. <laughs> rule number one. Rule number one. Already.
0: <laughs> For context, every time a guest comes in, there's two rules. There's one rule really: don't swear. Just simple. As I like.
1: didn't. I didn't cut myself. <laughs> nah, I've
0: had episodes where like, Hard Eyes, Maurice, just came in and was just like i f c, f, c. And i'm like <laughs> come on man and i just sent hours like just like going through the the order, the waves like just like oh i'll
1: try to make your job as easy as possible as horrible as possible it's like when
0: you go into an uber with your mates and before you open the door your mates are like i'm going to thrash your yeah uber <laughs>
1: yeah yeah that's why i just book them anymore it's just the split no worries wait so can you split no, if they book it And then Oh just yeah, of course, the of course, of course, of course
0: <laughs> And you were ruined there yeah, 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 yeah
1: no, I'm pretty I'm pretty uh, Okay on the Uber My rating's okay I'm fine
0: I reckon I'm at like 4.8 Which yeah, is I like reckon. creeping down Yeah but Slowly like,
1: gets there I mean, there's not There's not enough Nighttime Ubers anymore I mean, you're not out that late To be like
0: Woo Yeah, doing silly things yeah. But I feel like Ubers get pissed off Because I always do like A short trip from the station To my house Yeah and I'll just be quiet, like, sitting at the back with yeah. my mask on. It's like,
1: that $9 ride. You know, yeah. Like, oh.
0: And then my Uber rating will go down. It's like, what am I meant to be doing yeah. here? Yeah. To, like...
1: Go around the block a couple of times. <laughs> but I don't want to pay... Exactly. It's a, it's a tough... It's a tough... Like, world what to am navigate. I meant to be
0: doing to not yeah. decrease my Uber rating?
1: I mean, at least it's not like that Black Mirror episode. You know where everyone had a rating? Imagine how Uber ratings, like, everyone knew it. And that's how you get into places.
0: I feel like, this, imagine there was like a, in a, in venues or whatever, like on your ID, it said like, Oh no. Then, no. I feel like it'd be like, cause like some people have, anyway, it's a whole thing. Um, that's super interesting. I had no idea that you didn't start Film because I think like yeah, so yeah. many people associate like there's that whole, and like, I've sort of tried to buy into it as well. The whole meme factor of like, I say us and we.
1: Yeah, I mean yeah, um, you'll hear it in this like I always say when I describe Dom as in we or out, and I I feel like it's just a defence mechanism for like if I ever like like saying I a lot sounds yeah, kind of arrogant as that. well. But also we is like safety of like if you ever fuck up you're like oh fuck. Oh. <laughs> um if you if you if you ever stuff up you kind of just have a like a little safety blanket. Yeah, exactly. You're like, Oh yeah, we you're like that guy, that works for <laughs> me, yeah.
0: <laughs> um I was sort of jumping around about a bit. But um, one thing that I've definitely been thinking about is not having an intern, but passing down as much knowledge as I can mm. to someone else somehow that is interested in this field. Um, do you ever think about like having an intern or just like...
1: Yeah, well, like I, I am looking for someone now at the moment to jump on board with Thomas Vim. I feel like it's getting to the point now where before it was easy to kind of manage like manage um just projects on projects but now they're getting a bit larger and like i need to concentrate on other parts of the business as well because we're trying to we're doing a lot of things this year we'll, we'll get into that um but yeah definitely looking for someone and like you know i, I always believe that you you want to you want to get someone not as an intern like i, I don't believe in internships i think you yeah. i think you i think if you're investing in someone and investing in their time like their time is precious and it's like you can't just expect to make them work for free I think you need to hire someone and you know it might not always work out but it's at the end of the day like it's an investment that you made you don't make the best investments all the time I guess exactly
0: I agree and like
1: and you you know people will learn that stuff like I feel like you can't really watch over someone like a hawk and expect them to do something like we've got I've got someone that's been helping out at domicile every now and then with sporadic jobs and she's she's amazing and like it's just like you know you just trust that person to do the job and it will get done and you know, there's a little hiccup here and there. Whatever, it's what it is. Like you, I wasn't perfect at the start. Exactly. I assume I was. <laughs> Ooh, <no. laughs>
0: um, is there, a, and like, I come from the music world, mm-hmm. so like, there is such a toxic intern culture in music. Yeah. For everyone coming through, and like, there's a story after story about just like interns being used and abused for years yeah um is there a toxic intern culture in like the fabrication world do you think
1: um i don't think so i mean i can't speak for a lot of the fabrication world because i guess i haven't done any other job in fabrication i mean this is i I worked from architecture i went to an architecture practice and architecture you you don't get paid too much as like a as a profession that's kind of idolizes this like you know like it's it's a, it's on the you're doing the same kind of certification as like you would want to become a doctor or a lawyer. You've got all these years of education, and you kind of leave and you're suddenly not making as much, I guess. And if money is a big factor, then it's like, yeah. I think I just don't want people to end up in that situation. Yeah, you know?
0: definitely. Um, but so yeah, talk through those initial early stages. Yeah. Um,
1: yeah, I guess I could obs- outline like how where where it was and where it is now, and like how it kind of spread into. i guess all the hobbies
0: so when and like i know you personally and you have a creative edge like no other um so when you started gathering that more power was that when you started thinking outside of the architecture
1: yeah
0: um models or was that um like after
1: well i feel like what, what was the biggest biggest change for me was probably like as much as as cheesy it sounds and it it wasn't like a pivot in in that sense but it was definitely the COVID kind of lockdown situation with the business that kind of pushed it into the direction where it is now like what what you've been saying as well like all these little small objects and products that I've been making but I guess before COVID BC I guess um we um we were only doing projects we I would I would never thought about doing my own product line or anything for myself like we were working client to client we were working with artists to produce public art really like we're project managing pretty much kind of designs that were going up in the city for like events like vivid or chinese new year and kind of going job to job it was fine and i never bothered i was like oh i could make my own stuff now but i was inherently lazy as well i just said no yeah and you know this 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 kind of business model worked for you know three or four years and during this whole time, I was also still in uni. So it wasn't like a, I, I just could not do anything else other than just like, I was like client to client, thank God I have them, let's, let's just work with this. And then COVID happened in over like 24 hours, we literally lost every project that was going yeah. ahead for the next three months from March to, I think June, because we got canceled. Yeah. And then, you know, slowly after that, events were, you know, out, people weren't going shopping. So our retail clients who we do display stuff for like we're not investing in our stores yeah. so we're like you know what's what's the go here and then from that point i realized like i, was like, I need to do something to make sure that this is, this is actually going to work and like i can't it was like my first i just finished my master's and i was like this is the first year that i get to run a business without any other compli- oh, any other distractions yeah. and suddenly the world shuts down um but yeah and from that triggered kind of you know the first one was the lamp and i posted a picture of the lamp as a sample and suddenly people were like whoa what is this like and it's really yeah. nice to have that reassurance as well. Like, especially from complete strangers, like from your friends, it's amazing because your friends support you, but it's also like, there's an outside world. Yeah. There's, you know, millions of people potentially will get there. But, exactly. But like, uh, I just realized from that, I was like, why weren't you doing this before? Like, yeah. But then
0: that's, legit. that's just the beauty of hindsight always. It is.
1: Hindsight is twenty twenty. It's like, I always say like, it's like, it's like moving out. Like when I, I remember when I was living at home, I was like, No, I'm never moving out. I want want to save that money. And now that I have, although you're paying rent, you're like, why didn't I do this before? Everything's so much closer.
0: (laughs) Everyone listening that's a mate of mine is going to be like, Ian.
1: (laughs) Harry, move out. Just grab me by (laughs) the throat. Move out.
0: Now, we'll we'll get to the consumer stuff because I just want to ask, like, what do you think the most challenging but rewarding, like challenging in the rewarding sense project was? before covid before you did the consumer stuff what did you find just really cool about something you did or what, what was just like a a moment during that time that was like yeah damn this is sick
1: well i guess yeah stepping in the right direction i feel like it was the first job with friends and i feel like that might have been astral people tom and vic yeah shout outs um and i feel like good friends of the show yeah and we did like a we did a stage design for one of the summer summer dances the ones at the nas oh R. I. P. man they uh, they were fun they were fun <laughs> and like i think That was the first, like, because before that, I mean, before, after architecture and before, like, kind of working in things that I was passionate about, we were just doing, like, signage and really simple jobs. And, I mean, you know, they're all lovely jobs, but there's nothing that I, I there was nothing I could ever just be like, this was my design or something. And then, you know, we did, we worked with Astral and then also Inku, Inku, the um, clothing store. They gave us our first break as well in terms of, like, retail, like, installation. We kind of just pitched an idea. I just emailed out of the blue, like, random, like, info at Inku or, like, some silly email with an idea. And they're like, oh, yeah, we'll do it. I think doing that and Astro in the same year, I was like, oh, okay, like, you can actually design things. So, you you know, you've got the backing of people now that says that you do have ideas, so push it. And I think that was the first... I think that was 2016 when I was like, okay, we got something. Nice. Yeah.
0: What was the summer dance stage? What was the... Who played um, that night?
1: Oh, it was over. It was over the whole year. That, that oh right, yeah. yeah of year. So it was Sorry. like um four LED frames with like a pink perspex kind of gridded mesh behind them, and yeah. Nice. I remember I had a little control, it was pretty funny. I had a little control that I could use it in the crowds, but like I remember as you know, as the day goes on and you drink a little bit more, I was like, Yes, yeah, strobes every time. And then, <laughs> the poor audience. And then, yeah, yeah. and then in hindsight, I was like, Okay, next time give the control to someone else, go stand behind the stage if you want to have fun.
0: <laughs> Just don't have fun. You're yeah. on the job.
1: Yeah, on the job. I forget about that. That's what I've learned. Okay, jobs are different to you know, can't do both at the same time.
0: Um, yeah, I love, I love when you get. That's the most, and obviously having not, I don't want to hate random people, but people that support you that aren't necessarily your direct friendship group yeah, is super special. And it's even more special when they're just like, they're a fan enough to for it's just like, I just want to commission you to do something cool for us yeah, and stuff like that. It's It means it so much just like when it's just like someone else on that periphery and just like, you know what, but... That's really bold, just blind emailing people. Yeah, that one (laughs) that's I I really commend that. Good stuff. Um So, yeah, was there and like obviously now, especially this year, a lot triggered the um consumer sort of side of it more. Or even like the the there's a comedic value to some of this stuff now as well. Um, definitely. Um Obviously, there was the whole COVID trigger and the more external trigger, but were there any like internal, like oh, I just want to be creative, or was there any like lingering thoughts of like, I'd write, I'd like to just infiltrate more creative stuff into yeah, Domus Film.
1: Definitely, I mean, from I guess Domus, from Domus, especially, I mean, during COVID, when we're doing things, like we're working things for ourselves. I feel like you know, I wanted to. Those things take time. I mean, you see the consumer things; those products don't happen overnight. Sometimes they do, but. Um, these ideas need development. They take weeks and I needed something that I wanted to create something that was, you know, an outlet that I could do every day just to be like, okay, let's just, you've got ideas, let's do it. And that's when like, I started dinner other Perspex, which is, a another thing I've done where I'd create like Perspex artworks of Sydney food restaurants. And it was kind of started at the time when hospitality kind of shut down. I was like, how do you like kind of, you know, engage, engage with them and like make an audience uh, like you know push people in that direction because like you know the whole the point was like you know still get takeaway it was very really conflicted messages at that time like support local business don't go out you know stay home oh but also you need to eat at your local cafe or restaurant and so
0: but uber eat is bad
1: yeah uber Eats, yeah so it's all you know mixed. Up. so i decided like this this could be i made a mirror at first like a bacon and eggs mirror uh which was a fry pan that you hung on the wall and it was yeah. it looked like a mirror and i was like wait a minute what if i started making all the food things that i like to eat And that kind of just clicked off in like a week and suddenly like you know it's so nice to see like you know restaurants messaging you to be like thanks so much but also it's really nice to see people actually commenting and tagging their friends being like remember when we ate that yeah it's like that nostalgia feeling that's it yeah
0: um did they were they ever sold or was that pure like a content oh obviously um, there were commercial clients for that and stuff at the end but did you want to sell them initially to people or was it more just like almost like content yeah.
1: so they 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 are being sold um i haven't mean, picked it up for a while a lazy <laughs> i'm lazy on making that one right now we start one business at a time but um yeah i mean they were being sold i mean at first it was kind of you know head chefs that i made um kind of dishes for they were they were kind of like oh my god can i buy this from you and i said it's your artwork like we can just swap if yeah. i made this dish why don't i just give it to you i'll just eat the real dish and that's like that way yeah, you're not true, true, true. spending money and like I yeah. felt bad because, you know, I'm just recreating something in a medium that I know, but you've already done the work to create this beautiful exactly. kind of dish. And then from that, it kind of, you know, naturally grew and people were like, oh, I want to buy this one because I had my first date with yeah. this restaurant, you know, now. Oh, that's so cute. And then like people would buy just gifts and like, so it took off. Re- it was a really good way to fill time as well. And so it was a nice like during COVID that six months or whatever that was, everyone was closed down. It wasn't that dramatic, but... <laughs> Um, it was nice to just do projects that were just for myself. I mean, there were no clients that were coming through doors. Just like, okay, this week we're going to try to make a new product for Domusium. Oh, I've got an idea for General Perspex, and they were kind of just working together. Yeah,
0: I need an Eljana half chicken and chips.
1: Yeah, I, I did it. I did cheat for the Eljana's one. I just did like garlic sauce. I just got a piece of white acrylic and glued it to a plate and said garlic sauce. And it, it's actually gotten the most traction on the page. Yeah, because it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, because people just want the garlic sauce.
0: You know who has the best garlic sauce in Sydney? And I think, and like the oh no no, no. in the inner west.
1: Okay, yeah, I was gonna um, say I we am gonna say Henrietta's. So I was like, that's it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Um Have you ever been to Emma's Snack Bar? Yeah. In Emma? Oh yeah. my goodness. Oh my goodness. No, that is a venue. Is anyway. it
1: too early for garlic sauce. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, it's never too early. Man, <laughs> I went to the dentist straight after. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> there, that's punishment <laughs> yeah. to the
0: dentist yeah. for being for taking all of our money. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just. Here, got this. I've actually <laughs> yeah. done that before.
1: What, El Janus and go straight to the dentist? No, not El Had a spike?
0: I don't even remember what it was. It might have been the night before I had, like, like, um, dumplings or something. Yeah. And I just
1: reeked. Oh.
0: And mum was like, oh, this poor...
1: They've seen worse. They've seen worse. Do you think? Yeah, 100%. What could be worse than, like, garlic? I don't know, gum infection. <laughs> oh, yeah, true. <laughs> true.
0: Um... I feel like all right, we have to get into the now the vape <laughs> Oh yeah. that like and that was I think that was one of the first things obviously following yourself for a little while but the vape was like this is hilarious yeah. and it started to make more sense as I got to know you as well not because of like what like because vapes bro but yeah. like just with your like personality and stuff yeah um do you think that it comes naturally just not to take this sort of stuff too seriously or do you think it's just like or have you sort of thought about breaking down the sort of whole stigma around you know the super serious design yeah you know gallery world
1: well i guess yeah i mean for people that don't know i mean it's not like i didn't make an actual it's like a incense chamber it's a it's like a scaled up version of the, the jewel the first vape that kind of Swept through the market through the, through the market. It was just this beautiful utilitarian designed rectangle, and I just had the thought: imagine if we made this extra large and made it an incense chamber. So then people don't smoke it, but you can have it smoking somewhere if you wanted to get off the vapes, you know. But I guess yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. My nature is pretty, you know, kind of relaxed. I joke a lot, and I think. It's fun. It was just nice to, you know, you can do a not serious project, but you can apply the same things that you've learned in design to it as well. Like, exactly. you know, you, you know proportions and you know size and you know how materials go together. I don't think it always has to be like, I'm a cool designer, like I'm serious. And like, you know, that stuff comes later. And like, that's the stuff that, you know, it'll happen. Yeah. Or you can just, I don't know, I'm, I'm not, a, I'm not for that whole like, if, I, if I'm designing objects, I have to be, like, this stern character where it has to be, like, these beautiful minimal things and whatever. Just use your skills if you can. And I just thought it was a funny project, and so it's here.
0: Exactly. And I think one cool thing about Domus as well, if I can say Domus. Yeah, just I think for I... For sure. Yeah.
1: It's easier on the phone as well, like, because I, I don't pronounce the words properly either, so I always say Domus Vim, and they're like, what? And I have to spell it out, but then spelling it out makes it worse.
0: <laughs> What's the correct pronunciation?
1: I think it's Domus Vim. Domus Vim. Yeah. That's right. That sounds pretty clear. Especially on these road mics. <laughs>
0: I wish. No, we're not... I mean, I should tape the... Tape the branding up. Um, oh, we're not sponsored, though. <laughs> something super unique as well, I think, about Domusphere. Maybe I... Maybe it's because I'm in a position of privilege and I know you. But I feel like, generally, um, you wear... Like, you're a big part of the branding of it. And also, um, like... People know Domus Vim, Ian Tran, there's like the one thing, which is super rare because a lot of people will will be like, this is my work, this is my business, like I won't put too much personality into it or I'll just like, there'd just be a disconnect, but I feel like there isn't much of a disconnect between you and the business, which is super cool and I think super unique.
1: Yeah. Thanks. Well, I guess, yeah, I mean, (laughs) yeah, I mean, I'm not, I mean, you know, sometimes you want to be taken seriously depending on the job, but at the same time, it's your own personal work and no one else is affected. You may as well put your personality into it. I mean don't bullshit people exactly yeah.
0: just be yourself yeah kids but yeah be yourself follow your dreams but
1: don't be too much of yourself because then everyone thinks you're a joke
0: <laughs> you're not a joke
1: thanks man <laughs> no people take you pretty seriously sometimes
0: um sick there's so much going on in your life um most recently the most recent thing I saw you do um at the Pharma pop-up, the pharmaceutical oh, audio yeah. pop-up. Um, what did you... What was in there? I, was, I didn't get to go. We um, ended
1: up putting... Well, Eden contacted us and said, did you want to put anything in the store? And I, I walked past that store quite a bit. And yeah. I was like, cool store. And then, yeah, when he asked, I was like, yeah, for sure. I put a few of our lamps in there and um, one of the jewel sense chambers, which, yeah, which is fun. But that's about it. I haven't done anything else <laughs> for all all right, that. Just checking. Yeah. Just checking. <laughs>
0: um, one of my, my favourite piece of yours... are. Uh, um, those droopy mirrors. Oh, yeah. They're so fresh. I would have got one, but I'm slow. I'm slow on the socials, and they sell out like, quick smart.
1: No, they're still there. You can still get one. You get one anytime you like. <laughs> uh,
0: anyway. Anyway. Um, I, love, I love those so much because you see them in all, like, the share houses and stuff, like, the hanging circle mirrors, and they're so ugly. But then, like, those ones are so fresh. So, hmm. what what, like, material was that? Was it just, like, did you, like, what's your... Physical process. So I guess in the, that is it? Do you buy the mirror? Do you like? Yeah, where so do you jump in to so create
1: the, it? So the for that one, we will kind of. I was looking at. I've always wanted to do a wall mirror, but I obviously don't have any expertise in glass. I, I work s- mainly in like kind of perspex and acrylic. Um, and the thing with the acrylic mirror is that it never reflects a perfect image. It's always a little bit warped because it's not perfectly flat. I mean, plastic is so you know. Yeah, that's the science parts of it. But it's, it's, it's a bit like warped. So whenever, you look, into it. It, whenever you look at it, you kind of, your are blurry, your head's like, well, it's like that Lunar Park mirror. You, yeah. know that, you know those ones? Yeah, All too well. And so like, obviously you couldn't make a perfect wall mirror with it. So how do you, how do you, make, it, how do you make it a mirror and ex- like kind of expose that effect? And so it's like, oh my God, imagine if the mirror was melting. And like, so yeah. it's, it's justified. So it's kind of like you bought this mirror because it's melting and then your, your kind of face gets warped with it as well. And so that became the the first droop, and then obviously just applying like how do you hang a mirror how do you you know a mirror should be a circle or sizes what sizes and that eventuated into like the droop mirror which is like a second the second product after the light which we made and then perspex mirror the, the advantage of it is it comes in all sorts of colors like you can get any color and like people love i think the aspect of all these projects that people love is like the you can customize them pretty quickly as well i mean on our website, we advertise, like, a set amount of colours because that's what we have in stock. But if people are willing to wait a little longer, you can get colours that you want that match whatever's your house. Lovely. Yeah.
0: Um, what do you think... And, like, we're getting deep now. In the next sort of year or so, or even just, like, in the near future, mm. from, like... Not so much from, like, a specific job or, like, a specific logistic perspective, but, like, conceptually or... Just what you think about from a bit, running a business standpoint, what do you think the biggest challenge for Domus Vim is in the next, you know, mm. in the near future?
1: It's probably trying to, I think I'll talk about this without the, without the context of potentially hiring someone, but I think it's probably managing like, we're, I think I'm splitting the image uh, a bit much in terms of like whether we're doing like private based contracts or, or private based jobs Which we don't really advertise we can't do project managing or are we opening a shop yeah so it's hard to balance that and we're kind of working at the moment with um a graphic designer and a web designer to kind of figure out like maybe a better way to demonstrate this especially on the website because at the at the moment the website's kind of just like a portfolio really yeah and it doesn't really have a shop so we're not really in a shop yet or we're not really fully out so we're both we're kind of in the middle and we need to decide can we do both or should we just go with one i mean the shop is something that we're looking at this year a lot more because I feel like I have a bit more control in terms of uh, running this and we've got ideas to work with. We're trying to open a shop that has like collaborations with a lot of our friends who are artists and kind of make products that, w- that we have a platform that they can sell on. Yeah.
0: Interesting. I feel like, yeah, positioning is so... Mm. It's that thing. It's, for me, the thing at night where yeah. I'll try clock off yeah if i'm like oh turn paratrox off turn mercury off just turn it all off yeah but the thing that is always raining in my head is like where do i want to sit yeah exactly and it, it's like just constantly like ch- and that churning in my mind and
1: i feel like that changes as well i mean that, this process that you know this thing doesn't happen overnight like this idea of domus i mean if you asked me three years ago what it would look like today there's no way I would have given you the right answer, or even at the start. Like I didn't know I would end up here, yeah. but I guess it's like that exposure as you're going along this like journey of making running a business that you kind of you know you shoot off, you do a job, and you kind of go, actually I never want to do that again. I yeah. never want to do any of that again, and or sometimes you go, oh I love this. Like we can, okay. I want to do that let's, again. Let's go. Let's go work with that again. Yeah. And kind of, and that kind of narrows your path down to a, to a point, and I feel like that point hasn't been reached for me yet either. I'm still doing a lot of things left and right, yes, no, like, and so, I mean, I definitely think there's a lot more clarity in terms of uh, doing products and kind of uh, the shop idea and working with friends more. I think that's that's something that's come from like kind of slowing down during 2020. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think that, I don't think it's over. I think I will continue to just push and pull now and then. It's definitely not over. Yeah, exactly. Um,
0: and this, like, yeah, I, I love the, and I feel like, not to get too, neg or sad but it can get lonely sometimes like oh absolutely so like it's nice when like there's a friend and and like whenever a friend of mine is doing anything slightly in the world where i can utilize them it's like you have to do this with me you have to do this with me like let's do it together let's do something together because like sometimes it can get so lonely um
1: well, yeah. I Just mean, like, like trying to do this shit on your own. It's yeah, like. Cause I've, I mean, I've run this business alone for like seven years. So yeah. like day in day out, I'm, like, I share a space with you know lovely people. They, they run a company that does similar stuff to me, but there's never anyone that's kind of, you know, it's not, they don't work with me or anything like that. Yeah. So it is like, you're always by yourself, but I don't mind, like I've, I'm with my thoughts a lot. And Christmas parties are pretty boring, no, I'm <laughs> kidding. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, you meet people on the way as well. And like, there's always people around. So. Yeah.
0: Employee of the year. Employee of the year, every time. Seven years every, running.
1: Yeah, seven years running, twelve twelve months twelve months a year. Big paychecks for that one.
0: What's your employee of the year bonus? Free beer it's just come, on the company card.
1: Wine. <laughs> on the company card. Yeah, of course.
0: Which is just your bank yeah. account.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean still, but my accountant's still like you can't claim that. Like, what do you Christmas party? Yeah. We make
0: that joke with Mercury where <laughs> me and Pat will just be out, like on Saturday night. Yeah. Um, Like we're just having like a pretty casual night and we just sort of both look at our bank accounts and we just look at each other like at the same time Christmas party Christmas party yeah (laughs) just the one and then like we'll be out tonight and we'll look at each other and say Christmas Christmas
1: party party. I know the drill I know the drill
0: how long can you keep having Christmas parties so well hospital Christmas parties go to like February Christmas in
1: July you got Christmas you got Chinese New Year you got New Year not true well um, oh, that's how you sink a business do it once <laughs> <laughs> on Grifters, on Grifters as well the bastards um,
0: yeah that was lovely another and bef- like and we've still got so much to talk about but I want to end the dumbest film sort of part of this conversation on a serious note um, how do you measure success like not so much on a you know an amount of jobs level or like jeez this guy's blasting tunes you guys probably can't hear that but there's like some serious 2000s <laughs> pop energy out there yeah. um yeah so how do you measure success not so much from like a i want to bre- i want my revenue margins to be this much in the yeah. next year but like internally as a human being yeah how do you think you'll measure success with Thomas finn
1: i mean i feel like it's just feeling i mean it sounds tacky but just being happy with what you do like leaving the end of the day not questioning like is that the right thing to do or like kind of and that's slowly coming to me more i mean originally at the start i mean i had no idea about running a business so to me it was all about like money and it, numbers and you know numbers are still important like you know you can't just can't, you can't be happy and like yeah not be doing not not be worrying about numbers but i guess like it's just being confident in what you do. And like you know there's a lot of like imposter syndrome especially with like running your own products you kind of like do people actually love this yeah. or like are they just you know are they just your friends but you know you kind of have to push push that aside and kind of just be like yes i back myself now and i think i definitely do i think yeah
0: and it's one of those measures that you can never truly achieve as well no you can never and like which is like the best type
1: and i always want to you know you want to push yourself you don't want to i i feel like i get bored pretty easily so it's kind of like i need to just keep doing something so that you know it could get better like get better and better pretty much and i think yeah it's on the right track i think oh yeah
0: beautiful one of the main reasons I do know you though, and I'm sure it would have paths regardless of this, is that you are deeply ingrained in Sydney dance music, I think, just as a consumer, and same as me at the end of the day, just like really keen, eager consumers. Um, you know, whether working with Bobby on the, that stuff is so cool, to like making the Frida's signs now, um, and you've been raving for a little while now. What about. <laughs> And you haven't moved to Melbourne.
1: <laughs> no, Sydney's the one.
0: Sydney. So what makes Sydney dance for you so, you know, special and unique and oh, lovely?
1: I don't know. I think I speak for Sydney as itself. I, yeah. think, I think Sydney has a speed and a tenacity that Melbourne does not. Like, I, I think the Melbourne scene, you know, they have a great music scene too. We have a great music scene that's thriving in its own way. Like, we have more complications in terms of, you know, lockout laws, whatever. We can, that's a whole nother thing. Yeah i think there's just an energy in sydney where you know people know that this stuff like it's you know we don't have the best political climate or kind of context to actually throw great parties but people still make it work i mean you still have amazing parties whether that be like you know in a club or like you've got to drive out west for you know you get a text message this is where it is and i think that's kind of exciting still as well it's sydney's own thing and so yeah i wouldn't move to melbourne (laughs) no especially especially with like rewind to Domus, like i think the business sense like i just love that like kind of fast-paced rat race kind of situation you know it is
0: and there's a sense of urgency about like
1: and like it's not for everyone honestly the the pace of the city i get it like it's definitely pretty like get the fuck out of, um, get out of the way yeah um but yeah i love it
0: i just hope that and my big concern with an energy like that and it's great in terms of being efficient and the cream rise to the crop definitely but i just i sometimes worry about in a lot of creative industries in sydney that there's like a tall puppy syndrome potentially yeah or there's like a gatekeeper culture potentially yeah which is like my main concern when there is that sort of environment but i feel like there's a young generation now of you know whether djs or brands and artists that are just doing cool shit which is is, yeah
1: i mean Throughout this last like year, we've seen like, you know, there's a rise of people that have talent and they're doing things, you know, that doesn't have to be only in music. I mean, you look at hospitality, yeah. I mean, you look at the, all these new restaurants popping up, these young kids go, giving it a go, because, you know, yes, it's sad that a lot of businesses have closed or so people have just moved on because they've realized it's not sustainable, but that also opens up Sydney to a whole new range of players as well. And so we'll start to see that as like things reopen now, you're getting new groups of people that, you know, producing music, yeah and
0: it's epic yeah and yeah food and I think our big we have a lot in common we like a lot of the common similar <laughs> stuff yeah but our big overlap is I think we both love food oh, dearly yeah and like yeah the last time I saw Ian he made us a ripper clam pasta which was just like thank you come on with like a <laughs> nice gl- oh stop it dinner parties with Ian you won't get invited <laughs> You but mind. trust me, they're you mad
1: mind.
0: Not some Paul punter listening from Melbourne.
1: You never know. Oh yeah. Yes. I'm <laughs> lucky. Um, Not to say that I hate Melbourne. I, I feel like this is. No, nah, we Melbourne and day. like whenever, I mean, whenever, whenever I go
0: to Melbourne, it's like don't even book a hotel. Like you don't even like need I, to sleep.
1: Yeah. I think Melbourne is like yeah, I love it. I'll go there and like at the end of your trip, you're always like, I think it's time to go home. It's never like I'm going to move here. <laughs> for some. Yeah, for some. Just for each their own.
0: shade one mutual friend of ours (laughs) that i won't say their name out loud because they don't deserve it um but yeah food and i think food in and you've got like a little food insta going which is one of the only ones i follow really thanks man um because
1: you post some good shit it's pretty it's been pretty garbage at the moment (laughs) I i really haven't been going to like sydney restaurants i've just been eating the local stuff in surrey and just taking shit photos but that's
0: what is beautiful oh i've got to show you two of my friends um joss and ben they've got the instagram account called michelin farts and it is the funniest instagram food instagram i've ever seen it, and it like it con- it's it's hilarious you'd love it it's just like they just go to like local cheap restaurants and like take like they get they wear full dress up and like take like wide frame pictures of them like sipping on straws and stuff it is hilarious stunning concept Big i love that i opened this tan of worms to ask i'm talking takeaway now i'm talking mac kfc or porto a oh, Gala, all that shit. <laughs>
1: who's the goat kfc thank you there's got to be kfc like there was a bit of time where i thought a porto's was on top but i think a porto just, has a porto fallen off just inconsistent with the bun the bun's are shit yeah thank you all right you're right again. Oh no, shit's fine Shit, 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 shit. <laughs> Hey, your mum's listening. <laughs> I say shit in front of her. Um,
0: yeah. Oh no, I feel like Ogalo really took over. Really. Yeah. A snapped just up good. the the yeah. Porto market.
1: But yeah, I've had a big uh, KFC renaissance lately. It's come back, a revival. Yeah.
0: Lately, though.
1: I don't know. I think last year started eating it more. You know. <laughs> It was there. Um, and the Crown Street one opened.
0: Oh, that Crown Street came to this That Crown match. Street's
1: really funny. I love um, the um, Colonel Sanders in there. Like, they've painted the eyes wrong. He kind of looks Asian. Um, it shouldn't be like that, but someone's stuffed up.
0: Man, Colonel Sanders was a shit guy. <laughs> I've heard, like, I said, like, <laughs> I don't even know where it was. We were out one night, and um, I just said, like, rest in peace, Colonel Sanders. Like, I was like, is he alive? And everyone was like, no, he's no. dead. I'm like, damn, rest in peace. And everyone was like, No. It was a horrible human being. So do oh. your research, kids. Yeah. But yeah. he made KFC. And apparently KFC around the world is shit compared to it in to Australia. Australia,
1: Yeah, I would say so.
0: I've never had KFC anywhere else.
1: Don't you don't you have you you travelled. So like I guess like do you have do you do the whole like maccas, you know? Yeah, mackers Yeah, you have to, to check maccas. Yeah, you gotta well, check maccas. In like
0: Greece and stuff. Or like in Europe, they sell beers in Maccas. That's mad. <laughs> that would go
1: well. Just that like, would go s- well. Oh, that would be terrible here though. Could you imagine Stanmore Maccas at ten PM <laughs> with like Heineken's and Big Macs oh, gross
0: true Stamel Macca's is I don't <laughs> rate Stammer Macca's it's
1: pretty uh it's pretty uh it's a dark time everyone's gone through it <laughs> if exactly you're, if you're living out west and you've got an Uber home you've definitely pulled in just <laughs> that
0: um my favourite Macca's is Ballina Macca's Ballina oh, Macca's no. is great I went to Ballina Macca's and I got a double <laughs> um double Big Mac a large meal was and it was four, horrible Is that four little yeah. layers four no? patties oh Anyway, um, more serious note food-wise, because, you know, you are a food man. Um, what do you think some, what's, what do you like your go-to, even local in Surrey, your favourite just like reliable, consistent, just goat-tier meals oh. in, in Sydney?
1: Ooh, like just like cheap eats or like... Either. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go to Spectrum. I mean, we're sitting next Spectrum. to Esther, so yeah. Esther is the one, regardless, <laughs> no matter what anyone tells you, Esther is number one. For, but don't go there every day if you pull. Don't do it. it's, it's not a good idea. Um, but I guess like cheap eats, like I love Pablo's. I mean, I live, I feel like South Darling Sandwiches. Yeah, as okay. always a, I used to live next door to it. And then um, Chaco Ramen has to be the one as well.
0: Done, that's beautiful. What Do you like Bar Umi?
1: It's okay, yeah, it's okay. Sorry Kirby. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay i thought you were just like yeah that place is sick i'm like yeah i love that place i
1: think i've had it too much okay I true, 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 like, true, true, true. it's one of those things because like living on burke street you it's like and living on south dallas it was on the uber eats radius so you kind of every time you're a bit a bit scat on the sunday <laughs> <laughs> Bye, mate. and now i think i've associated it with feeling yeah. terrible about yourself
0: the Baume chips are like some of my favorites
1: though. Oh, yeah, they've got the umami salt or whatever it is. Don't know what it is. Probably crack. But crack salt, yeah, that's what we call it. The crack salt. It's not, not as good as KFC flavor. chips though.
0: No, do not say yeah. that. No, but KFC chips, you have to ask for extra salt. If you don't ask for extra yeah, salt, yeah, they yeah. punish it. Yeah. Well, old KFC is so bad. It no, is which? so bad. It's so bad. It's one of the worst. So I grew up in Roselands, right? So, Lakemba KFC, mm. renowned for being horrible just around like my cousin used to work there and he said yeah this is horrid this is disgusting yeah and then moved to Elwood. Elwood KFC
1: horrible I've never been
0: <laughs> it's shocking um yeah what an episode we went all corners of the spectrum oh
1: we did <laughs> deep I'm just trying to map the graph in my head now like oh where we went <laughs> no
0: it was pretty linear I hope yeah.
1: yeah it was yeah
0: I'm a great interviewer guys
1: there you, um,
0: talks. <laughs> usually like if i have a and artist on next time um i'm at a show of theirs and someone can come up and say parry talks i usually get them a drink but how could we do that for you next when there's domus vim raves yeah, yeah warehouse yeah. raves yeah, well,
1: yeah I, mean, <laughs> I mean we nearly got to that point with an empty workshop yeah true
0: <laughs> um shout to covid yeah okay. a new shout out before we head up.
1: KFC. Shout oh, no, no, Colonel Santa's bad. We can't shout it out. No, but
0: KFC, no. KFC. KFC chicken. Yeah.
1: yeah. Rest Yeah, yeah,
0: To those chickens. Yeah. Um, shout out to Lexalux Shout out to <laughs> Melbourne. All of Melbourne. Yeah. Shout out to Sleep Bob D. Melbourne. Butter <laughs> Sessions. Um, efficient Space. Everyone doing cool shit in Melbourne. Shout yeah, out to Yeah, Wesley,
1: you that's you. Thanks for the free shirts. <laughs> yeah, Wesley,
0: shout out to Wesley. I'm not on the promo list yet.
1: <laughs> I didn't get this for free.
0: <laughs> oh, we had it. We had a sort of like handshake agreement that every interview I'd have the water bottle on the table. Uh, but should have brought my water bottle. I thought I lost it. Ah, uh, but it was at my mate's house. True. Um but you know what you do with those big do you have the green water bottle? Yeah, yeah. So when you're out and you're like at a kick-ons or whatever and you don't have a light, you open the lid, like you empty the water, open the lid and put the put your phone lighter inside the top of the water bottle and it glows. It's like a lantern.
1: Oh, the la-
0: we call it the lantern.
1: Fair enough. I, don't think, I have, don't think I've been to a kick-on for that long. Oh yeah, sorry, <laughs> close it off. <laughs> we can
0: talk about kick-ons. No, I no, don't uh, no. Parry Talks, thanks for listening, guys. You're all legends. Keep your eyes peeled, I'm telling you. This announcement is our biggest yet. It should be in the next... If you're watching this probably next week, it should be in the next week after that. Shout out to
1: everyone. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs>